You're listening to The Come Up. Good morning, everybody. My name is Jacob Johnson. We're here for another podcast, The Come Up. I'm alongside Michael Gross, Nate Thompson, and our special guest today, Aaron Dona. He played at Gloversville High School with Nate and now pitches at St. Thomas Aquinas. How are you doing today, Aaron? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me, guys. We're going to get right into it. Uh, Nate has our first question for today. So coming up, to varsity your freshman year playing in the foothills which is pretty competitive for anybody who knows the conference how did you prepare for the competition to play at a level that you're playing against kids that are going to college like queensberry kids all right um i'm going to be perfectly honest in high school compared to now i didn't have much of a preparation um standpoint i kind of just showed up to the field every day did what i had to do kind of went through the motions and then it just kind of all played out. Um, I put in a lot of work in high school, kind of on the side, you know, with my dad and different people just working out every day. And that's how I kind of improved my game. But I didn't really, I think I had an edge in that standpoint, but from the standpoint of playing in that conference, when I got to college, I kind of realized that, you know, college is a lot different than high school and I wasn't going to be able to step on the mound and just throw fastballs by guys you know, I actually kind of had to take a step back my freshman year and be like, okay, there's much more to pitching than just getting on the mound and throwing the ball as hard as you can. Um, I had to kind of get on the mound, have a game plan, go in, what can guys hit, what can't they hit? And um, I kind of just realized that there was more to the game than just, like I said, getting up there and slinging it in there and hoping for the best. All right, so then um, at what point did you kind of come to the realization that you had to actually go in and prepare? You had to actually have that game plan um, to, you know, make sure that your potential to be a possible D2, D1 college baseball player didn't crumble, didn't go away. Yeah, so when I got to college my freshman year in the fall, I kind of realized, okay, it's not like high school where I'm surrounded by a bunch of guys that like I might be better than like everybody plays different sports in high school. Some are better than others, but I was surrounded by a bunch of knees and the aspect that everybody on my team in college loves baseball or in love with the game. And at the end of the day, we're top two or a top division two tier program. So everyone can flat out play at that level. So you had to kind of, go in with a different aspect and think to yourself, okay, what's going to give me an edge on this guy to where I'm going to get to be playing over him when it comes down to the coaches deciding, Hey, who do we feel most comfortable putting out there? And I think freshman year, that's kind of what I realized. And I thankfully realized it quickly is when I was going into um, practices and everything, even something as little as sprints, I was, I had to be first, no matter what, like whatever in the weight room freshman year there was guys that are 6'3 250 pounds deadlifting 400 pounds and I'm thinking to myself like holy cow I don't know like whatever so I was in the weight room every day and I ended up 
being one of the top freshmen deadlifting 505 pounds that year. But it was, I think it was just, you know, pushing yourself and doing everything that you could possibly could do to get that edge. So how did you coming from such a small town like Gloversville prepare for the, the baseball program that you're in, who has made appearances in the NCAA D2 college world series six years in a row um, from 2013, 2018, and also winning the East region in 2014, 2017 from coming from, you know, that smaller town, how did you prepare to get into a baseball program that was that good? Yeah, it was definitely tough, but I kind of, Growing up, I didn't really believe the saying that if you're good, they'll find you. But at the end of the day, I kind of realized that that's how it was. And it's kind of a long story, so I'm not going to break it all down. But I started playing on a local travel ball team here. And then it just kind of snowballed into like this big, huge thing. I started playing with guys down in Albany. And then I was playing down in wherever. I was literally traveling all over the place. And still today... I just got back. Actually, I went, I work out at Capital District Sport and Fitness, which is in Boston Spa. And I throw at Hainer's Sports Barn now, which is in Clifton Park. So I'm driving at least an hour every day to go work out and throw because there's really nowheres around here. And uh, the guys that are at those two places are unbelievable. There's a lot of different pro guys that work out and train there. And just like to pick the minds of different guys. That's ultimately at the end of the day, how you get better. So you talked about, you know, work ethic in high school, how a lot of those guys in the team, including yourself, you know, kind of maybe goofed around a little bit and didn't take it as seriously as, as you probably could have, but going into college, you, you then realized, okay, I had to prepare a little bit more. I had to get my mind straight. Um, what were the main differences between the high school team and the college team when you got there? And how did you adjust your game to adapt to the college level? Yeah, you know, I want to, I like that point that you made of getting your mind straight, because that's a big thing I've been focusing on this off season and this quarantine is that, you know, it's kind of more in depth, the whole game than just the physical aspect. Like, yeah, everyone can be strong. Everyone can hit the ball 300 feet and throw 90 miles an hour once you get to a certain level. But it's kind of, what are you going to do to have that mental edge on somebody? Like I'm always talking about having an edge. So I've kind of started reading more books, trying to train your mind. Like everyone can train their body, but I think training your mind is very underestimated. But um, the transition into college, like you said, was, I mean, it was the mental aspect. I went in and I was like, I don't, I don't know what the hell is going on here. Like, what am I doing? And it kind of, and even in the classroom too, it took me, a, it took me a hard time it, to just like adjust to things. So I think I had to just like take a step back, take a breath and be like, okay, like I'm here for a reason. These guys believed in me. Like, let's go and show them what, what I can do. And I think every day just showing up, having that mentality kind of got me through to uh, where I am now. So. That's so important. So kind of rolling off the, the Albany thing, you kind of, I know personally you had an injury plagued freshman year at Stack. How did you kind of roll off that, get it off your shoulder and then go to Albany playing against kids in the PGCBL and then post a 2.2 ERA? Like how did you mentally and physically just reevaluate and just do what you do? 
Yeah, so I talked about uh, kind of going in and, and working to try to get that edge. So I went in freshman year. It was actually my first start. It was against Felician. I got to about the third inning. I started feeling a little cramp in my left side. And, you know, I kind of was fighting through it, whatever, a little cramp. I'll get some water when I get in the dugout. But uh, I, I realized after a couple more pitches that it was something more than a cramp. And as I threw, it got worse and worse. So I ended up having to get taken out of that game. It was my first collegiate start. Um, I ended up having a strain oblique. I was out most of the year. And then coming back was kind of like, I think that injury was needed for me. Like you talk about different failures that are needed. Like if you fail at something, you can use that as a stepping stool to get to your next step and to eventually get to your goal. And I think that as much as I hated it, because I love being out there and playing and just sitting there watching my team day in and day out, going out there and doing their thing, like it was hard for me to just sit there and relax and go to practice and not be able to pick up a ball. But I kind of took a step back then too and was like, all right, like I got this. I need to focus on getting myself better. I got better. I um, came back. I started against Queens. I don't remember my stat line for that game, but I remember I did pitch very well that game. Um, and then I went into the summer just with an open mind. I knew I was going to be playing with top tier athletes from Old Miss, Vanderbilt, and wherever else. And sure enough, they all came in ready to play. We had a couple kids on that team actually that got drafted that year. Um, one of them was Parker Nolan. He got drafted by the Marlins, but he declined it and went to um, Vandy. But even pitching against those guys, um, pitching at the D2 level obviously isn't easy, but going uh, into the summer pitching against guys that have seen 95 all year and is coming in against some short scrawny kid that's 510 like they're probably thinking oh well I can whatever who's this kid whatever so that's kind of where the mental aspect comes in too like you kind of need to think like yeah this guy might play at Maryland or he might play at the University of California but he's no better than me he he wakes up every day and puts his socks on the same way I do and ties his shoes the same way I do so um just thinking of it that way and thinking that really nobody else is better than you when you're out on the field and then when you're out in life, just I'm a normal person, just like everybody else. So kind of going with the same thing, it's when you played in the Coastal Plains League, uh, you played for the Wilson Tobbs, who it's the Coastal Plains League is a fourth ranked conference for summer baseball. Um, was your experience in the PGCBL enough to play with these, these kids? Um, if not, how did you prepare for this challenge? comparing the two when this one is one of the best in the nation yeah so I think I think with any sport the ultimate goal is to when you come in your freshman year and then when you graduate you're, you're just growing over those years just step by step growing from your freshman year sophomore year junior year all the way up to your senior year and I think that's what I've been doing and hopefully I continue to do um, I think I was definitely better this past summer than I was the summer before um, uh, the couple games that we played this year, I think I had three starts this past year for school ball and I, I felt better than I've ever felt. And then I went down to North Carolina and that was arguably the best league this past summer because with all the um, pandemic stuff, a lot of the other leagues have canceled. So 
all the guys from the Cape Cod League, which is the best league in the nation, all came down to the Coastal Plains. And I had guys on my team that were throwing 97, 98, and guys that were hitting the ball 400 feet in batting practice. It was almost like being on a minor league baseball team, which was bizarre. But to go to the field every day, I feel like you need to be surrounded with those types of people in order to grow. If you're surrounded by just like people that show up, like I said, in high school and, you know, are kind of goofing around, they don't really care about baseball. Like you're not really bettering yourself. So like, I felt like every day I got to the field, you know, even talking to other guys that play at different programs throughout the nation, just like, Hey, how do you hold this pitch? Or, Hey, uh, why do you do that in your delivery and this and that? And then you can kind of gather that knowledge and use that knowledge uh, for yourself and kind of uh, just put that into your game and that helps develop your game as well. So, um, you, I think you, you mentioned earlier about uh, during the pandemic, you also had to get your mind right in, in the sense that, you know, it's an, it's an extended unwanted off season, right? But it struck athletes all across the world and how have you yourself kind of made the best of this situation to, to better your game and even the mental aspect, uh, like, you, like you mentioned before, for your college team and, and the future? Yeah, so now I've been training with this guy at uh, Hainer Sports Barn, and his name's Mike McFerrin. And he gives me a new book every, read, every week to read. He's always sending me podcasts and everything, kind of just about the mental aspect. And he sent me something yesterday. And that talked about how the most amount of friction makes the best diamonds because I threw a bullpen on Friday and to be quite honest, it wasn't very pretty, but um, you know, you need to have days like that in order to grow. And then coming into this week, I'm not saying to myself, Oh my God, I threw so bad on Friday. I need to fix all this stuff. It's just, you know, recreating that feel and kind of like, you know, I'm a good ball player. I know I'm a good ball player. What, what did I do wrong to like, not thinking about, Oh, I did this wrong. I need to work on this all week. It's just kind of coming in and getting my work and just having faith and trust in that. But um, at the beginning of the pandemic, my brother-in-law was actually living here with us. He's in the minor leagues for the Mets. So I was able to throw with him and I pick his brain a lot. Um, he's obviously around a bunch of guys at spring training Um such as like even even hitters like Pete Alonzo, uh, just getting just getting an aspect from them from a pitching standpoint. Just you know what are they seeing when you're on the mound? What are things they're looking for that they can try to pick up on when you're throwing? Where you know the ball's coming in and they pick up. Oh, that's a fastball. I can jump on top of that because you know they're hitting at the top level. I mean, obviously Pete Alonzo is unbelievable, but. Um, yeah, so I threw with him a lot, and then I have a net in my garage, and I kind of made a makeshift gym in my garage, and it was kind of like, to be honest, I was in jail. Like, I was just doing pull-ups, I was doing sit-ups, like, just trying to do whatever I could to stay in shape, and then I was throwing into the net. Um, but now things have kind of loosened up, and I've been able to go down, like I said, and work out at a facility and throw at a facility, so it's been good in that aspect. And hopefully when we get back to school, we can uh, get right into the swing of things. Kind of to wrap everything up. What is, what's your message to any of the kids, like younger kids or even high school kids around the fence 
for college or like their work ethic what what's your message to them to like put it in their heads to keep the grind going I think in the standpoint of work ethic is no matter what you do beyond sports that's why I love sports so much is because I believe sports teaches you work ethic like nobody that's great such as in any sport, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, like all those basketball players, they didn't become great just because like they're six, eight and they can have a 40 inch vertical. They became great because they're in the gym three hours a day shooting free throws for four hours and shooting three pointers for four hours. And they just eat, sleep and breathe basketball. And it teaches them accountability, no matter any, whatever sport it is, anybody that's ever great, they practice multiple hours a day, um, work out and do whatever, whatever they need to do. And even being a part of a student athlete, it teaches you accountability because um, no matter what division you're at, even if you're at a junior college, it's like having a full-time job and going to school. You know, you're, you're playing uh, baseball, basketball, soccer, football, whatever you're playing. And then you're going to class. Some nights I, wake up at 6 a.m. at school, go on or go do conditioning, team conditioning. Then I got to come back, try to scarf my food down and then go to class for four or five hours. And then we go to practice. Now we have another team workout and it's just like, it's a grind, but it definitely teaches you. I think when you get out into the real world and stuff that, you know, it's not easy. And if you want something, you're going to have to work for it. Yes. That is, that is, that's great, Aaron. And, you know, hopefully when this pandemic's over, you can get back to normal. You can get back to having a normalcy of a season. I know spring's coming up and that's what everyone wants is, is some sort of normalcy. But um, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you so much, Aaron, for coming on. And uh, my name is Jacob Johnson. Alongside me, Mike Gross, Nathan Thompson. And this has been The Come Up.